culture fluent. What's up, everybody? It's Culture Fluent. I'm Vanessa. And I'm Kyrie. And we are here with our last episode. How are you feeling, Kyrie? I'm feeling, I'm feeling sad. The end of the semester. I know. uh, I'm sad that we're finally winding down, but I'm excited for the future. And I know that this won't be my last uh, podcasting experience. And, you know, I've had a good time. And yeah, I'm just excited to get into this next one. What about you? Definitely. Me too. Um, But today we're going to be talking about Pose and the new Nicki Minaj songs or mixtape that she just dropped, which was crazy. Hell out mm-hmm. of nowhere. Uh, kind of blew up lot like on Twitter and everything like that. Right, right, right. So as far as Pose, do you want to go over our thoughts on the whole show or you want to just talk about season three? Um, We could talk about the whole show. Okay. Well, I love that show. <laughs> yeah, it is definitely... One of my favorite shows. I've been watching yeah. it since it first came out. I pretty much, sorry, I pretty much watch everything that uh, Ryan Murphy comes out with. Oh, he okay. has such a great taste. Like he's a great producer, great director. Um, I'm just sad to to see this show go. Um, I'm sure you know yeah. that it's the final season. Did you hear about the drama that happened at the premiere? <gasps> no. Oh my God. No. What is the drama? Oh, yeah. Um, it was a big thing. So Ryan Murphy is a producer of the show, right. but one of the show's creators is Janet Mock. I don't know if you've heard of her. She is a writer and activist. Um, she is actually a trans woman and she is one of the main creators of Pose. So they had this whole event a couple weeks ago um, for the premiere and she was speaking, uh, supposed to be giving a speech regarding Pose ending and the premiere and all that. And out of nowhere, she goes on this rant, which I, I support the rant. So she goes on this rant saying, fuck Hollywood. Um, right. She talks about how she's only getting paid 40000 per episode, how basically a lot of the writers of the show and a lot of the decisions are made by men. Um, and also just how she had to fight to get a lot of power in the show. And she just feels like she's not being paid her worth. Um, how do you feel about that? I think that's definitely valid. Um, it's interesting to me because you know how Hollywood is. It's like, it's hella shady. Right. And Mm -hmm. so when people, you know, when transgender women or POCs are actually getting this, you know, kind of representation on tv it it, it's still it still is not like they're not being treated fairly you know what i mean like behind the scenes like the show's being made and it's made well right and the Mm -hmm. actors and everything are it's very inclusive but Mm -hmm. behind the scenes it's like it kind of it kind of defeats the whole purpose right right it's like money is being made off of them exactly they don't want to pay them their actual worth exactly exactly and And that's really uh, sad what a lot of people were saying was that, well, you know, she's a trans woman and she's in her position and $40,000 an episode is a lot. Um, even though this isn't a lot compared to what most people in her position make, that's mm-hmm. actually on the very low end. And this is like a very like high budget uh, network. It's on FX, you know, it's a major mm-hmm. network. Um, a lot of people were saying things to the effect of she should be grateful 
And, you know, a lot of people were saying that it's wrong to say stuff like that because, you know, she shouldn't be grateful just because she's getting the bare minimum. You know, she shouldn't be grateful yeah. just to be there. Um, she should be getting her worth. So I think it's good that she, she, I mean, I think it's good that she spoke out, but she also called out Ryan Murphy. Then it, it actually got kind of crazy because she, so Janet Mock is actually dating Angel, um, Angel Curiel. Um, oh, Poppy. Yes, Poppy. Okay, that's who I thought you were talking about. Yes. Oh, okay, for sure. I know who you're talking about then. So Mock, uh, Jan- Janet Mock is dating Poppy, has been dating Poppy since the show uh, began. Mm-hmm. And during this rant where she was calling out the industry, she tells Poppy to stand up. Oh my God, wait, what? She makes him stand up and she's like, Angel, you were going to leave me because I cheated on you. I whoa, fucked up. Whoa. I fucked somebody on the crew. <laughs> and that was my mistake. But I'm fighting what? for you. I'm fighting for us. And I love you. And I want to be with you. Like, blah, 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 blah. Said all of this in front of the cast and crew and the press. And oh everyone made him stand up and was divulged. There's no video. So no video has been released, which I think is crazy, but there's no video been released. I think they're trying to keep it under wraps. No, for Um, sure. I did not hear about any of this. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty messy. Some people were trying to accuse it of being like a publicity stunt, but I don't think it's a publicity stunt. I don't think it's, nah. Um, Is is that why the show's ending, do you think? Because I know that's why I think the show's ending. Yeah, because I know they said, they were like, oh, well, we've written it exactly how we wanted and all the characters lived out their lives how we exactly how we wanted and we mm-hmm. think it's appropriate to end. But I'm like, ending after season three, like this show is so goddamn good. Like I could watch it for like 10 more seasons and I'm sure everyone else could. Like there's no way it should be ending after a third season. Like I feel like it just started. It did kind of just start. It really did. It's only been on for about two and a half years. And yeah. I think it's very telling how all of the cast kind of has the same quote to say when people are asking why it's ending. And it's not like it's ending because it isn't popular or that people right. want it to end or that the actors necessarily want it to end. It's just like this kind of rehearsed excuse. I think that it's ending because of drama behind the scenes, clearly. Oh yeah, you know? probably between the creators and the writers and you know the cast i mean obviously if she's one of the creators of the show and she's only getting forty thousand, what do you think the cast is getting yeah exactly oh that's true and she's probably like you know because to write about a perspective like when you're not even in that when you're not when you've never experienced something like that like ryan murphy couldn't probably write that by himself no no like that girl is probably the main like what do you what do i want to say like the main like like fucking power of when they're writing the script like she probably gives them all this insight and all this uh perspective that they would not be able to get which makes it so good mm-hmm. and then when you were saying um how they were saying uh this is what we wanted for the characters and everything is fleshed out i i think in, in my opinion from watching season three so far it's been a good season but you can tell that yeah. things are being very rushed Oh, definitely. Def. I just watched it uh, yesterday with my cousin and it, we were on the first episode and all of a sudden he was like tripping because he's like, wait, what? Blanca has a has a man? Like, what is it? Angel and Papi are living in this like in this like nice ass apartment. Papi's like a businessman. Like, hold on. Damon's an alcoholic. Like, what right. is going on? Like- right. And, and <laughs> that is so telling, too, because 
episode one of season three all of a sudden damon is an alcoholic even though mm-hmm. he's never struggled with alcoholism before yeah. there's no build-up to this they really don't give much of an explanation he's there for like two scenes and then he's gone and i kind of had a feeling that he was going to be leaving the show because in the advertisement he wasn't really in any of the ads um but then seeing as though he's just gone for the rest of the season, I was really shocked because the show literally starts off with him getting kicked out of his home. Yeah. Going to New York to, and ending up joining uh, the House of Evangelista. So for him to just be written off like that, I just thought it was crazy, but I ended up doing some digging and I found out that his sister was actually murdered um, a couple months ago. Holy shit. And so people were, saying that that's why he uh, left the show like that. But I still think that if the show wasn't ending in this way, I think he still would have left for the time being, but he would have eventually came back. Like yeah, I, um, I would have given Pose at least another season and like a movie yeah, or something, right? you know, like a little yeah, special. Yeah, maybe like a, uh-huh, exactly. Um, yeah, it didn't give any context on his, like, cause I know in the first episode, it kind of goes through where everyone's at in their life. But I feel like his, like, we even get Electra's backstory, like, I think in, like, the second episode. But, like, for him, like, it, it kind of gave no context. Like, he was kind of just in and then he was out. Yeah. Are you caught up? Have you seen, oh, I think there's, like, three or four episodes now? Are you, the one that just I've came seen, out last night? Yeah, so I've seen, like, I've seen the, I've seen the first two. And then I've seen the third one, but I was kind of falling asleep. Um, so I okay. wanted to rewatch it. So, yeah, I, I think... I, what is the last one that you saw? The one that came on last night was about Pray Tell, and then before that, it was about Electra. That I saw, uh, the last one I saw was Electra. I didn't see the new one that, because I think okay. there was a new one yesterday, right? I haven't seen that one yet. Okay, so yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna spoil that one, but yeah, I, I like what they're doing, um, because the Pray Tell one just happened, and then the next uh, episode that's gonna come out, it's about Angel. Um, so I, I like what they're doing as far as having episodes center around each character. Yeah. But just the drastic changes, I just wish that these were fleshed out more. Like, you'll see when you watch the Pray Tell episode, and it's how I felt about the uh, Electra's episode. I felt like it could have, these these events could have been like a two, three episode type deal. You know, like there's mm-hmm. just so much happening at once. Mm-hmm. Like you see with the Electra one, um it it started off in the season she was working as a dominatrix and that got shut down then the next time we see her she is like the owner of a phone sex operating yeah oh my god yeah what the i was confused about that you know i was like wait she's like she's like has a stable job now like i don't i don't understand like she was like in a business and stuff like that that was confusing yeah and it's, it's not that I'm against it. I just wish that we could have gotten some more, you know, like I wish it would have made more sense. I mean, the same with Blanca being in the hospital. Like, yeah. I like that. I It's cool, but I just wish that these things had time to really be fleshed out and we could get more time with how they're navigating these jobs, you know, especially Blanca mm-hmm. being in the hospital, you know? Um, but I am, I'm excited for this show, uh, for the new episodes and, I think that there's a lot of potential for a spinoff, despite everything that I said about sure. you know, no, all the drama sure. behind the scenes. I hope that they don't let that mess up a good thing that they have going. Yeah, um, 
right me too because i could see them diving into a lot of the 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 backstories that they're giving or not even just the backstories i mean now they're really setting it up for the future you're they're really putting everybody in their own place and advancing and kind of moving away from the whole ballroom thing so yeah and also because do you you remember how like blanca was hella sick right mm-hmm um, and then we see her in this new season and she's like in the hospital. Now, maybe I'm not paying attention, but I feel like, did she talk about at all? Like, did any of the characters mention like when she was sick? So as far as Blanca's health, she has AIDS, but she's just right. doing well. Like she, she has AIDS, but she's just not sick, sick. Like, right because i was like well are they did they like try and erase that part of the show or like because oh. i remember she was really sick right and it kind of left everyone on a cliffhanger like oh my god oh, like yeah. is she gonna die like what the hell's gonna happen but i guess she's just recovered right and she's like mm-hmm. she's she's well like she has aids but she's like doing well right because now that i think of it that is literally how the season ended she was in a wheelchair so yeah, yeah. I, mean, I guess she's she's made a full recovery I mean, I'm thinking that they're going to take Pray Tell out and they're going to keep her because somebody's going to have to die by then. I think, no, yeah, I think someone's going to have to die. We already seen uh, Cubby die. Yeah. In the first episode. So, and I think, and it's sad, but I think them like killing the characters off makes it more realistic. Mm -hmm. Just because that was what was happening, you know, back then, like just way too many people died. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it is, it is realistic to do that. But if in the end, uh, the transgender women get to have a happy ending, I think that would be good just to at least show it, you know? That's because true, yeah. A lot of those narratives are never shown on screen, so. That's very true. But yeah, I honestly love that show. That's like one of my favorite shows. I got into it kind of late, like when it was like already on Netflix, um, but I like binge watched like both seasons, like in like two nights. It's, I don't know, some crazy shit. But um, yeah, it kind of got me into like, um, ballroom a little bit and like vogue and stuff like that and like the music and so yeah i don't know i just appreciate that show a lot me too and it got me into those things as well and i i definitely feel like pose is something that will be used to teach people in college (laughs) for years to come for sure like you could you could like analyze that whole show like you could write a paper on it definitely because Um, of how like well written it is Right, right. I, I've actually done a couple papers on Pose at this point. And in my uh, media class, I did my final on Pose and I showed just a clip from the show. And it was just like, so enlightening. Like it touched so many people just showing like a two minute clip. Like the dialogue is so yeah. good in that show. Right. And, uh, I'm excited that it exists. And I, I hope that this isn't the last of shows like Pose. I know, me too. I don't think it will. I don't think it will. Because you're right, like what you said before, like, I could see a spinoff of it and I hope they don't, you know, just throw away a good thing that they have because the cast mm-hmm. just works so well together. Right. I just hope that Ryan Murphy and Janet Mock work it out because yeah. that combination, Ryan, Mur- Ryan Murphy, you say what you want about him, but he does have a very <laughs> high level of Did skill. he make Glee? He made Glee. Yeah, he made Glee. Oh, but okay. He made American Horror Story. Oh, he he made, made all of like the true crime stories. Uh, he did the Gianni Versace. He did OJ. Oh, Simpson. that was a good show too. And they're always really well written and well directed and well casted because he just uses the same. I mean, aside from Pose, he uses the same actors in all of his shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can see in Pose that um, Evan Peters is in it, mm-hmm. and also. Kate Mara and uh 
you know, Evan Peters, of course, he's in all the American Horror Stories, and then Kate Mara, um, she just did another show with him that's on Hulu, like, I don't know, I like how he does that, like, it's cool. (laughs) Yeah, that is pretty cool. So you want to get into those Nicki Minaj, the Nicki Minaj tape? Yeah, yeah, let's get into it. Um, What did you think? Did you listen to the new songs? Um, so yeah, I listened to the new songs, uh, Seeing Green and Fractions, and then I was like looking at the tape, and I realized that I actually knew one of the old songs, um, what is it? I Get Crazy? Like, I oh, used yeah, to listen yeah. to that shit in like middle school, like on <laughs> Tumblr. I'm pretty sure I found it on Tumblr, like when I was like 13, and I just hella liked uh, Nicki Minaj's part. So when I saw that, I was like, wait, what the hell? She like re-released her old mixtape. And I was like, I don't know. I was kind of like, I was excited because that song was not on like any streaming platforms. It was just on SoundCloud. Um, but I thought it was really cool that she did that, to be honest, because that's like that tape is like kind of what made her like, like you know what gained some of her popularity yeah it made her iconic and Mm -hmm. i think that everybody was expecting her to drop some new music and you know she did but we thought it was going to be like Mm -hmm. the announcement of like a new album and at first i was a little disappointed but now that you know i've taken time to experience it and really think of it i think it was a major chess move like i think that was very smart to be able to put out like one of your first mixtapes that's I think over 10 years old and <laughs> it's a lot better than a lot of the the current stuff that's no, out yeah. so i think she definitely proved a point that without her uh-huh. you know there's a, exactly. a gap exactly in the industry. and it made like it made a lot of noise on on the internet like on twitter that night like i would just scroll down my timeline and that was just all i seen like Nicki minaj Nicki minaj like it was all i seen on twitter like it was crazy it was like a universal like experience that everyone was just like hella geeking like oh my god like Nicki minaj dropped uh fucking beat me up scotty like it's crazy and it's just so funny because all of these different rappers are trying to get Nicki Minaj to like follow them and unblock them and stuff. When like a lot of really? these rappers, they talk down on her back when Cardi B was first coming out. It's like the the City Girls and Lil Yachty and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I just think it's so funny because I think she has that uh, Beyonce mentality where she's not trying to just throw out features and stuff or just work with people anymore. Yeah. She realizes that you're literally blessing somebody when uh-huh. you collaborate with them exactly which one of the new songs did you like better or more? um out of the new ones i mean i would say i liked seeing green just because i feel like lil wayne and nikki killed it i didn't really like drake's verse that much i didn't think he just threw the song off but mm-hmm. i thought that uh nikki killed it and lil wayne but i think nikki killed it most of all um i was just so shocked i mean her sending shots at cardi b that's not really a, a shocker to me um when she said that she was trying to give you some press and you took it as beef i thought that was good Uh because that talks about like the whole motorsport situation because she initially name dropped cardi in her rap but cardi didn't like it and that's what started everything yeah yeah but what i was really shocked at is when she called out meg the stallion for being an alcoholic wait wait you have to go over that with me wait where did she say that in seeing green she says something along the lines she says something about a pizza and then she says <laughs> that these bees are thirsty no wonder why they're alcoholics oh my god and, what the hell and you think that was towards megan yes and i'm gonna tell you why so her and megan Stein are not cool anymore 
I don't entirely know why. I'm gonna say it's because Megastein is under Jay Z, and it's just industry record label politics. You know, like mm-hmm. they want to have the top female rapper, and I think that Nicki Minaj kind of sees Megastein as a cloud chaser because she rocked with Nicki. She threw little shots at Cardi B, got a feature mm-hmm. off of Nicki, and then worked with Cardi B. And uh, oh. anyway. So Meg Thee Stallion just won uh, the Grammys, right, for Best New Artist. She just dropped the album. And a couple of weeks after that, she announces that she's just going on this hiatus, which right now is arguably the height of Meg Thee Stallion's fame. She just got a Grammy um, yeah. and, you know, all this buzz is around her. So a lot of people have been speculating that she is on a hiatus to go to rehab because there have been a lot of rumors swirling that she has an alcohol problem ever since the Tory Lane situation. Oh, wow. Oh, I can see the lyric right here. I just looked it up. It says, these bitches thirsty. I can see why they alcoholics. (laughs) She also did a lot of other digs at Megan. Like she said something about thinking you're hot, like a hot girl. I seen a TikTok thing or was that the I think it was this she one. said your times tiktoking better stick uh-huh. to dancing uh-huh that one was like the one that immediately to me stuck out and i was like oh damn like that's probably towards megan yeah i don't entirely know what it is that made them fall off but she was definitely oh and the last thing um she talked about people having sex for beats and if you know anything Meg the stallion is now with partisan fontaine who is cardi b uh, not i'm sorry having sex for raps not beats raps um Meg the stallion is now with partisan fontaine which is a ghostwriter for cardi b and a lot of different rappers damn and that's now her Yo, boyfriend i did not know that yeah, so it's like subtle, oh, like little subtle crazy. digs. Like if you've been listening to the gossip and what people have been saying, who else is she going to be calling out for being an alcoholic? Like that's... that's And that was her whole thing, like driving the boat. Like she had the douce, mm-hmm. the henny. Like that was her whole thing. Wow, yeah. that's really crazy. And then, I mean, uh, if she is going through that, I hope she's good. But <laughs> that's that's really wild. I agree. I mean, I hope I hope she she's good too. But uh, I think this summer is going to be very active as far as music. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. And not to mention everything's opening up again. So. Right. 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 Um, the last thing I want to talk about is, did you hear the, the cocaine allegations that happened? Against? Nicki Minaj. What? No. Oh, my God. I'm like living under a rock. That That just came out. Like. Did you see her live video where she uh, went live with Drake? No, I didn't see that. Okay, well, so this mixtape dropping with the the new songs, this was announced on Instagram Live. And at the end of the live, she uh, called Drake and they talked and it was like, cool. But throughout the live, she is sniffling very aggressively. (gasps) Like she cannot go 15 seconds without sniffling. It's very (laughs) distracting. This live is probably like a 25, 30 minute live and she's sniffling the entire time, yo. Oh, Um, I need to watch that. So during the live, she gives the explanation. She's like, I'm just so emotional right now because somebody sent me flowers with a very heartwarming message, blah, blah, blah. And okay, like, sure. But 
her eyes weren't red. Like it didn't appear as if she had been crying. And Mm -hmm. also people were saying that she was only wiping one nostril. So that's not all. This live ends and many different people came to the conclusion that she was on coke. Like I saw a lot of different people talking about this. Um, And so what's really telling to me is the next day she goes on live again um, and she gives the explanation again saying that when she was on live and she kept sniffling, it was because she has allergies or she has some kind of sickness. She has allergies Mm. or something. And what I don't get is just, I would have, I would have bought it if that was the first explanation, but I'm like, if it was allergies, like, why did you give that other explanation? You know? Exactly. Okay. So I looked up, I just Googled real quick. I was like, Nicki Minaj live Coke. And I seen Azalea Banks uh, also called her out and damn, like Azalea Banks music slaps, but she's out of pocket sometimes, but she said, I, apparently, I guess she was like, girl, if you sniffle one more time on this mother effing live. <laughs> yeah, she went live and she was saying the same things. She was saying that it seemed like she was on coke. Um. <laughs> she said, the barbs, y'all need to check her on that. No, we have to talk about that sniffling. Nikki, you not low, you not low. Please stop sniffling, sis. <laughs> Honestly, Dude, that's you can crazy. say what you want about Azalea Banks, but I think she's always a little bit right. Like, she, there's always I a mean, grain of truth. I, I mean, I'm going to agree with you. Like, she said some fucked up, sh- like, stuff. But, like, it, it, like you said, it's always a grain of truth. And her music is just, like, it slaps. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I would just say I will send you the video and you can see for yourself. Yeah, um, I need to see that. To me, it's giving drug use. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and also just I don't oh, get the whole story sense. about the card and stuff. I feel like she should have never said that. That, that yeah. to me is like, okay. No, yeah, 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 that, no. Wait, wait, you said card? Yeah, because when she was sniffling on the live, she was saying that it was because someone had sent her a message, oh, a card the, and some flowers, card. and it made her emotional. I, you know she what I was thinking? Done crying. I thought you meant that there was like a card there, like a debit card or something. No, like, no. <laughs> no, she said that somebody sent her a card that made her emotional. And oh, that's okay. why she had just gotten done crying before the live. And that's why she couldn't stop sniffling for 20 minutes. She could have just stuck with that. Like, she didn't even need to go back and then say it's allergies. Like, or she should have said one or the other. Yeah. Who knows? I mean, her explanation she gave is that she talks about the drugs that she does in her music. And if she mm. were to be doing coke, that she would talk about it in the music. So who knows? You there know? is, though. There is one song that it, what's it's um god i forgot what it's called but the first line is literally like yikes. i mean yes she's not saying she's doing coke but she's like woke up the price of coke up like how would you know that nikki right right i think all how these celebrities do everything i think she just had she Probably. just got caught up you know true and she just had a baby so <laughs> right yeah. that's the thing yeah but so anyway <laughs> do you want to uh wrap it up yeah let's wrap it up um so guys this is the third and final episode of culture fluent um thank you guys for listening hope you enjoyed i'm your host vanessa and i'm your host Kyrie. thank you so much have a great day have a great day night wherever you guys are listening peace out (laughs) culture fluent